Hi, I'm Cindy Newbecker, and this is Daily Life in Christ. Um, so today we're going to talk about um, the ground of your heart. What kind of ground do you have in your heart? And that is for receiving what you need. So I'm going to read. Oh, going to have to use my reading glasses. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, now uh, we're going to talk about the um, the parable of the farmer um, sowing the seed. And that particular parable, because Jesus Jesus taught in parables a lot, which are parables are stories because stories are uh, kind of easier to understand. Um, a concept sometimes when somebody tells you a story and Jesus did that a lot because it would help the people understand what he's trying to say and he was a good teacher so he did those he did it that way um, the, the parable of the sower which is um, parables you know as far as the Gospels are they're in the Gospels Matthew Mark Luke and John those are the first four books of the New Testament um, this particular parable is is in Matthew uh, 13 Mark 4 and Luke 8 it's in three of them and so it's written a little bit different in each one you know each one will maybe add or subtract a certain little item of the story so it's helpful to read all three we're not going to do that but we are going to start out with mark and read the, um, the parable in mark um, so this is mark 4 uh, 3 through 9 and then verse uh, 13 I want to get to and then we'll, I'll, we'll go on from there. So it says, I'm also reading in my um, new, um, new Living Translation Bible. Okay. It says, listen, a farmer went out to plant some seed. As he scattered it across his field, some of the seed fell on the footpath, and the birds came and ate it. Other seed fell on shallow soil with un... Uh, with underlying rock. The seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plant soon wilted under the hot sun, and since it didn't have deep roots, it died. Other seed fell amongst thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants so that they produced no grain. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they sprouted and grew and produced a crop that was uh, 30, 60, and, and even 100 times as much as had been planted. So let me, now, before I read verse 13, I want to say that I want to review a little bit from last, um, our last podcast, the, what we were talking about was the importance of being in the word of God. To live your daily life in Christ, you have to be in his word. And it's, I mean, I highly recommend you do it often. You know, daily is the best because it'll make your days go better. I mean, you're not going to have a perfect life because there's an enemy here. His name is Satan, and he he's out to mess you up. But you'll have a better, much better chance of having a better life if you've got the Lord on your side and angels helping you and Holy Spirit leading you and all that. Much better life. Much more peace. Um, anyway, so being in the Word of God is the most important thing. So in... Uh, when we read this parable, then we read, go skip to verse 13, and it says, if you haven't under, if you can't, I'm sorry, if you can't understand the meaning, this is Jesus talking, by the way, if you can't understand the meaning of this parable, 
How will you understand all the other parables? Wowzers. So what's he saying? He's saying, um, this is one you need to get. So, you know, it would be wise to read it in the, the different versions and study it and so forth. And we'll study it here. Um, I'm going to look at, uh, I'm sorry, let me look at Luke 8 real quick. And verse, and verse 10. Okay. I'm sorry, 11. So in Luke, uh, Luke 8 is where um, the, this is another, uh, the same parable, okay, that's in Luke. And in Luke uh, 8, 11, it says, um, where he starts to talk about the meaning, the same uh, Jesus is speaking and he says um, this is the meaning of the parable the seed is God's word that is the point I wanted to bring up at this the seed is God's word so so now we know from the get-go that this farmer is sowing out in the field he's using it as uh, uh, he's using it as like a garden he's He's using the sowing and um, things growing in a garden as a parable to tell us that the Word of God sown in our hearts is the same thing and grows the same way or doesn't the same way. So that's kind of cool because that's a uh, something we can look at and understand. You can think about it um, and understand that because if you've ever planted a seed, you know, or a garden, or some flowers or whatever you have and seen them grow you can understand then the Word of God being planted in your heart can grow the exact same way now the condition of the ground or the dirt that that seed is sown in it is what um, makes it whether that seed will grow or die or flourish or become a scrawny little plant or just not make it the condition of our hearts is exactly the same way where the Word of God is concerned. So when the Word of God is sown into our hearts, if it's not good ground, that Word's not going to grow. So he gives three different examples of, um, well actually four different examples of a ground that, um, that our heart can be. And we want to have the best, but let's look at the options. And I think you know, I really think we've all had all of these, you know, different kinds of ground. And at different times of our life, you can still have a different type of ground. You may not, your heart may not be in the best condition to receive the word sometimes and um, because of whatever. But anyways, so we're going to, what we want to do as Christians is to strive towards um, having the best ground for that word to be sown into so that it can do its best work. So... Um, let's see let's talk about so let's look at we're going to look at uh, the very we'll look at verse 14 the farmer plants a seed by taking God's well but yeah by taking God's word to others the seed this is verse 14 I'm sorry mark 4 14 by Taking God's word to others, the seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message only to have Satan come at once and take it away. Okay, 
have Satan come at once and take it away. If your mind's on other things, if we received it, like in this case, he's saying that the seed fell on the ground represents those who hear the message. So they heard it. It didn't, it didn't go over their head. They heard it. They were in a place to hear it. Um, it. They were either in church, they were listening to podcasts, they were reading their word, they were doing, they were in a Bible study, whatever. They heard it, but Satan came immediately to steal it. Now what we need to know is that when we are reading the word, that Satan will always come immediately to steal it. Always. 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 Because he knows how dangerous you are if you have the word planted in your heart and it's growing. He knows. Because if it is, if, you're, if the word is in your heart and it's growing, that means you're, you're going to be a stronger uh, Christian. You're going to get things done. You're going to be able to speak things into other people's lives and speak things into your own lives and things are your own life and things will change because you've got the, the word of God strong in your heart and you're going to be a force to be reckoned with and the enemy would definitely not like you to be that. So he will come right away to steal it. So in James, let me read this, in James 1.21, it says, So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word of God as planted in your, spirit, in your hearts, for it is the power, it has the power to save your souls. Um, it's got to be planted in your life. Now here's something that you may not know or you may have been taught something different, but God's will on this earth does not always just happen. Now I know that goes so contrary to so many people's beliefs, but listen, if it did, then why would it be so important to get this word into us? Because what we know is that his will, we know if you read, you read much of the word, you know his will is for you to be strong and godly and able to do what you need to do on this earth. And you need the word to do this. If you don't put the word in your heart yourself, then you're not going to be living in the way that you need to be living. And yet that's God's will for you. So you have a part to play. And I have a part to play. And make sure God's will happens on this earth. If God's will always happened on this earth, everybody would automatically be saved. Because we know that his word says, it is my will that all are saved and none, none perish. He doesn't want anyone to perish. He doesn't want anyone not to know him. But does everybody know him? No, they don't. So his word, his will does not always out. Oh, happen, not always happen, right? I hear people say things like, well, everything happens for a reason. Of course, everything happens for a reason. But sometimes the reason is you did something stupid and you got the, re <laughs> the results of that. The reason could be I decided to jump off my house and therefore I got a broken leg. Something It happened for a reason. Yes, I did something stupid. It, or everything happens... I think the, the premise or the purpose in saying that is they think that absolutely every rotten thing that ever happens, that it must have been God's reason. Not at all. If you've made some bad decisions and you did not do what God has asked you to do, you're going to get the consequences of that. And it wasn't his will. Not even kind of. So we can't 
swish back and forth with this. You can't think, well, I got this terrible sickness, so that must have been God's will. Well, why? 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 The enemy in um, John 10, 10, it says the enemy has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said that I have come that you would have life and life more abundantly. Jesus has come that you would have life and life more abundantly. Satan comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's his job. That's the only thing he does. And he's a liar. He comes and does those things. He is good at them. And what he's really good at is doing something rotten to you and blaming God for it. That's an exceptional way of handling it. You know, lay some nasty thing on a person and get that person to think God did it. Because that very attitude right there has caused so many people to walk away from the Lord or never walk towards Him because they think, well, if that's how He is, I don't want to serve Him. Well, honestly, if I thought that's how He was, I'd be a little questioning too. But because I know that Jesus came and He loves me and He came on, died on the cross, He carried all my sickness, all my disease, all my sin, all the curse, and he did that so that we wouldn't have to. That doesn't mean that that stuff doesn't try to come on us. Of course it does. The enemy uses it to try and take us down. That's what he does. So I'm never going to blame God for cruddy stuff happening because that's not what he's about. He's about loving us and blessing us and taking care of us. Now, he'll use any kind of cruddy thing that happens to you for his good. He will. And if you... if if we have some awful thing happen, and I have had tons of them. But I'll tell you, every time that something harsh or hard or I have to deal with or go through something, the Lord has taken it because I have trusted him and say, okay, this clearly was the enemy attacking me. What can we do with this? And he'll take it and turn it and make it into something awesome in my life and help me mature, help me grow, help me help others through something because I've been through it. You know, whatever. So he'll he'll take what was meant for bad and turn it to our good for absolute sure. But he's not laying on the bad. He's not. And we need to stop blaming him for it. Do you know in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus, when he prayed that prayer, part one of the one of the um, one of the one of the lines in that prayer is, "Your will be done on earth." You know, "Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." Why would Jesus? recommend we pray that his will would be done here if it automatically is that doesn't even make any sense there would be no point in that it would do no good because if his will already already is always you wouldn't have to ask him for it and you wouldn't have to make any decisions and you wouldn't have a free will because you could you know whatever you did would be God's will you see, it doesn't make sense. So the truth is, we have a will, and we can really mess up. And we have an awfully good God that was willing to give us a, a free will and trust us to make good decisions. <laughs> because he knew we, we wouldn't. But he still loves us, and he sent Jesus to die for us, to take, you know, the punishment that we deserved. So I say all that to say... In this situation here with this particular ground, the ground of the, it's, it's like the footpath, you know, it was like a trodden footpath. That seed was sown there. It was not good ground. And the enemy came immediately to steal it. Um, 
um, we want to make sure that that kind of because that kind of ground is ground where um, we don't have respect for the Word of God. Does that? I hope that makes sense for you. We may have put ourselves in a position to listen to it, or we may have put ourselves trying to, to to pay attention, but our mind was somewhere else, or you know. We just didn't, it didn't value it enough. Sometimes we just don't value it enough to take it and grab it and keep it. And so the enemy can snatch it immediately because it didn't really mean enough. And I know, I, I'm not accusatory here. I'm not accusing anybody. I've done it. I've done it lots of times where I've just read the word and just kind of, you know, it just didn't affect me at all. And that was because the enemy came immediately and stole it. And that's because I didn't hold on to it. It was very easy for him to pull it right out of my hands because I didn't have a grip on it. So um, that's, that is the, the kind of ground in your heart that you don't want to have. You do not. You want to have ground that's better than that. But that um, is possible. So we want to make sure um, that we have a better handle on uh, the Word of God, a better handle on um, how important it is right another way um, another way that it can be footpath type of ground or heart is when we hear a scripture being taught that we think we already know really well and that happens a lot and I know I've done that too I've done them all so I can tell you <laughs> um, but um, when you think you know like Okay, so we probably all heard John 3.16. So pastor gets up, wants to teach on John 3.16, and you think, well, I mean, I know that. That kind of thinking right there is footpath ground because you don't know what the Holy Spirit could have done in with the seed that that pastor was going to lay into your heart and plant in there, That what that could have done that you think you already have but you don't and um, so we want to make sure that when we hear something is going to be taught or something being taught or if you read a scripture you've read many many times and you just blow over it because you've read it many many times and you think eh, I know that one you don't because we don't know it all and I so many times have come across a scripture that I've read many 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 times and chose then to make it important enough to me to read it with interest again and when I did the Holy Spirit would just bring something out of it, it was like oh I didn't know that was there so I'm just saying you don't want to dismiss the word because you think you know it um, and that's another way that we can get uh, have a um, footpath type of ground uh, for, our, for our heart ground because that way the enemy can come and just snatch it real easy because it's that word just didn't go in. It didn't plant. It just sat right on top and we didn't hold on to it. So um, that's the first type of ground and um, so we'll talk about the, the, next, um, the next ones in our next podcast. <laughs> and um, so um, just try and remember not to have that kind of ground for your heart. We, we want to be good ground for the Word of God. Okay? 
All right. Thanks for joining me. And I will be back with another podcast very soon. Bye.